I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Are you troubled by stale podcasts in the middle of the night? Do you love films that feature the busting of spooks, specters, or ghosts? If the answer is yes, then don't wait another minute. Ghostbusters Resurrection is an RPG audio drama combining tabletop gaming and cinematic paranormal elimination adventures. Call the professionals at nerdyshow.com slash ghostbusters. We are ready to believe you. The following program is presented by the Nerdy Show Network. Geeky programming for all nerds and otaku across the multiverse. All Nerdy Show programming is made possible by A Comic Shop, Orlando's number one comic shop and nerd destination. And with the generous support of listeners like you. To learn how you can support this and other fine geek programming, visit nerdyshow.com. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Wicked Anime Podcast. This is episode 136, and it is our part two mm-hmm. in tradition of our Anime Boston recap episode. And we're here in the Sheridan Hotel, very tired, very exhausted, run down, in pain. Accompanied, <laughs> accompanied by some video. Again, <laughs> accompanied by some video. So, uh, in this episode of the Wicked Anime Podcast, we are going to be talking about things like uh, what we bought at Anime Boston and our panels that we went to, what we went to, and what we also did ourselves. Well, this is certainly going to be redundant for the video, but for the audio, who's here? Yeah, uh, so uh, I am your stupid awesome analyst, John Starr, with me as a hard man with hard pains, Andrew. Oh, hi. <laughs> uh, uh, our King Baby Duck, Evan. Konnichiwa. And Elite Four, Derek. <laughs> um, so basically the four main people of Wicked Anime Podcast Yes, unfortunately Sarah and Sloan could not join us So sorry for that teaser in the last episode But no one else joined us <laughs> Yeah. If, if you need a reference uh, to what we're talking about Evan uh, and us recorded his No Borders No Race segment Well, no, it wasn't a No Borders No Race segment I tried to do No Borders No Race like I did when at an anime convention But then I realized... There's really no downtime when you're at Anime Boston to do that sort of stuff. Yeah. Okay. So, um, then he has a part one over on uh, his website, over on Boston Bachelor Brigade's website, b3crew.com, and we will send a link down in the description for you to find that on Nerdy Show's webpage. Because you should watch it first because some things might be confusing that we've talked about. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so in that first part, we talked about our overall consensus of the con, which we gave, uh, you know, a pretty decent... Uh, t- we had a pretty decent A range time. between six and seven. It was a range between six and seven. Now, our, our reasoning for that, not necessarily because, you know, the con was bad or anything of that sort, it's just that, I don't know, are we getting too old for this? <laughs> <laughs> I know. Business as usual. Yeah. It was business as usual. 
And it's not to say that the con was bad or anything like that. It's just that maybe our work schedules for the con are kind of meshing, are getting in the way of us having a good time at the con anymore. Not that we didn't have a good time doing it. I mean, we talked with Steve Bloom, Mary Elizabeth McGlynn, and uh, Stephanie Shea, and then Evan talked with, with a thousand more people. Yeah. Flo, Asuka, you know. Uh, Greg Ayers, uh, Monica Rial, Josh, Josh Greeley. Yeah, so they're, um, you can hear all that on his part of the podcast. But on our part of the podcast, we're going to be talking about panels and merch. Yeah. Or merch and panels. It's probably more appropriate to start with the merch, I guess. Yeah. I didn't buy a single thing this year. Which is shocking. I thought. Wow. Not, uh, it's, it's really not that shocking. You never buy anything. I usually buy at least like a... Like a pin or something, a belt. I like my crazy belts, and they didn't have any this year. So yeah. I don't know. It was it was kind of I was kind of bummed out that well, I, I didn't walk away. From on them. the opposite end of the, spe- on, of the spectrum, I spent a disgusting amount of money. Well, and well, it was charity. Yeah. yeah, that's the difference. Is this year we participated in the charity more than we typically do mm-hmm. and this is one of the first things I wanted to highlight anyways was the Anime Boston charity auction it happens every this year this is kind of like both panels and merch yeah same this kind of happens every year or no it does happen every year but this is the first time that we officially got to go to it and it was probably the most fun thing that I did so- at <laughs> Anime Boston seriously it was so good uh, you can see on the video that the recorder that we're recording with is actually stacked on top of only half of the art books that I stole under uh, from away from people. Because nobody wanted art books. I was like super thrilled about art books, and people competed with me. But I got I got it out there. I was like, no, I want I want those art books, man. Yeah. I know how much they're actually worth. I'm gonna pay. I'm gonna try to get them for a good amount of money. At least half of what they actually cost. And I did not. But uh, I probably got I probably still got them for retail. But retail is better than overpaying. Yeah, exactly. Um, charity. And, and charity. charity. It, goes, it went straight to charity. Yeah. So it's yeah. cool. Now, MS Society. So one of the things that they were selling at the charity auction that both Jonathan and I were partially depressed about that we could not afford was an original ink painting. Like, paintbrush ink. Like, uh, ink sumi yeah. ink brush stroke. Um, by the character designer of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure and Fist of the North Star of Kenshiro from Fist of the North Star. Yeah. It and was it started, gorgeous. And it started at $1,200. <laughs> it was so, a lot of money. I couldn't even bring myself to consider mm-hmm. buying it. Mm-hmm. Um, I do have footage of it, which you can see. Uh, on the video. So it's like how I feel about like $200 figurines of my favorite characters. Like, I can't consider buying this at all. Once. I've done that once. I was, listen, I've if I wasn't once. paying for a wedding this year, I might have considered it a little bit more. If it was under a grand at first, I would have thrown in maybe a first bid. Yeah, there were plenty of items that started out, it was it was a really good item, and they were just like, start at 25. I was like, 25? Oh yeah, sure. Like, no problem, 25. And then it was just like, 30, 50, 30, like, it just went 30 up. seconds oh, later, or not even, like, three seconds later, it was already at 100. Yeah. Somebody shouted out the first bid, and then somebody immediately follows up with 100. Yeah, they, they, they there were some high rollers yeah, there. Yeah, there really were. And there were some, uh... We, the charity, the charity as a whole, made over twenty three thousand dollars this year, which is absolutely well, yeah. that's fantastic. Three two two two. I remember that number. Okay, three two two two. Yeah, so I'm I'm super thrilled about that because Anime Boston and uh, us at Wicked Anime we share the same charity, which is pretty freaking cool. Um, which is the New England Multiple Sclerosis Society, um, and 
We're fighting for a cure for multiple sclerosis because it's horrible. It's a horrible degenerative uh, neuro neuro, uh, disease, and watching people suffer from it is horrible, so if we can just get rid of that junk, then that would be amazing. Yeah, we had some pretty good stuff at the auction that was worth, like, Crunchyroll was selling one of their banners. It was, like, a six to seven foot tall. The ancient ancient Magus Bride. That one that was, like, full cloth and, like, really good quality. And and it was signed, too. So, uh, yeah, that went for almost Mm -hmm. $1,000. People were fighting for that one, and it was cool. Uh, It was cool. I had no idea where you'd put it in any any house. (laughs) They had Studio Ghibli program guides when the movies were first released. They had the Gundam movie, the yeah, from, like, the 80s, mm-hmm. like, the Gundam yeah. movie. That went for a lot of money, too. That went for uh, a lot. Um, they had an Akira one, which went for, like, $400. They had a couple so. Berserk bundles, which was cool. Just, like, a whole bunch of, like, a whole bunch of just random Berserk merchandise, and they were like, we're starting the bids at $30. I was like, what? And then, <laughs> and then it made it up to 60 even. Like, it just yeah. went to $60. And you got all three, all three Blu-rays, a hat, a chain, a necklace, uh, like a snuggie or something. Like that. <laughs> I highly recommend going to the charity auction. It is so fun. even if you're not participating. Like sometimes you'll start the bid. Like I, there were items I was like, oh cool, twenty five dollars, you know, and and then like you're a part of it, and yeah. then you're not a part of it immediately after because it goes straight to like two hundred dollars or yeah. something. But you get an adrenaline rush from watching people win stuff, and it's all for charity, and it actually makes you feel good. Like when you buy something, yeah, it's it kind of worth it. It 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 does. It feels a, it feels worth winning something because. You're not paying a merchant, you're, you're paying a charity, so it feels a little less guilty when you overpay significantly for something. Yeah, yeah. So. Absolutely. This is why I stopped actually buying Nendoroids at conventions and just being like, oh, the pre-orders for that, I'm grabbing that, because if I don't, I'm going to be paying at least $20 more on a convention floor. Yeah. So that was one major thing that I liked about this yeah. weekend. So, and, and that was where most of my merchandise came from. Was I'm literally walking around with a stack of books, and they're very heavy, and I had to bring them home on the train. Don't yeah. forget about your animation cells, though. <laughs> yeah, you well, also have the animation cells as well. Well, of course. And that was your first stop. <laughs> that was my first stop, yeah. And uh, I, I knew that the second you know the, the, the dealer's room opened, that's what I wanted. And I, I, I prepped before uh, the con even happened. I found out where Asylum Anime was. Pointed right at it, I was like, oh, it's in the dead, it's right in the corner of, of the entire dealer's room. Ran straight to there, looked over all the animation cells, got some really nice animation cells. Yeah. Um, I basically picked out some of the cells from, uh, from Golden Boy, and it was, uh, from the best episode of Golden Boy, so, and, and it was really nice profile views of the character from it, and mm, it, was, it was very appropriately priced. I also bought, a scene from Kite, which we play in the hardcore anime panel, from that scene where the guy gets stabbed through his through his hands. Oh yes. Yeah, so, yeah. so it's so it's a cell right before he gets kicked somewhere below. Yeah, so it's a cell of the dude holding her around the neck and the spikes are just coming out of her Ooh. hands and and so it was just so cool to have that cell because it's like ah oh, we play that every year. And I own it now. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and then there was like phot- <laughs> uh, I bought a photon cell and uh, uh, Slayer. a Slayer cell, and there was one more. Um, there was? Was there? Did I buy five or did I buy three or, or four? I don't remember. Was it like, like a sketch behind one of them? Yeah, they 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 always come with sketches though. The pencil work. Yeah. So those are really nice. I really I really enjoyed buying those because as I keep saying, cells are a piece of animation history. It's not just a piece of plastic that you buy and it sits on your shelf it's just like this is cool because this is 
this is significant. Yeah. So to me, because I'm an anim- animator. So. Okay. Derek, what did you buy? Um, I unfortunately don't have the karma points from charity because I bought a lot of crap. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, sitting behind me is my little mini uh, inebriated Rick because I just had to do an adult swim little mystery box and mm-hmm. everything on there was just something that has been with me since high school and followed through college, so I'm like, okay, there's no chance I'm going to get something that I won't like out of this. Ten dollars, here you go. <laughs> so there's my Rick, uh, let's see, wait, 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 it's under here. Oh, you bought that here? Yeah. Oh, yes. Okay. Yep. Um, <laughs> I, I still got to rep the uh, Dragon Ball Super with the uh, Son Goku Kanji. <laughs> uh, let's see, then we... Uh, we just get even trashier. <laughs> uh, trashiness level is... Yeah, it's over 9,000. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Holy uh, Cooly Wall Scroll I haven't opened up yet. The design is beautiful. I actually bought that same exact wall scroll in my very first anime Boston. Really? Yeah. Ten years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Ten well, years ago. Wait, which one was it? The oh, the fully cooly one. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the, uh, let's see. We got ten years. I don't ago. even know why why I didn't think of that number before. Ten years ago was my first anime Boston. Yeah, it was what? my first anime Boston too. What? <laughs> no. What have we been doing with our lives? <laughs> Being oh, let's see. nerds, weebs, and not a whole lot of nothing. <laughs> um, I picked up a nice little uh, slice of life comedy game from Manga Gamer. Thank you guys. You guys are always awesome. Yes. yes. Shout shout out to yeah, we always have to shout out to our, our Manga Gamer friends because man, do we love seeing them every year. Yes. And yes. I think they like seeing us, but we definitely like seeing them. <laughs> and I even remember to wish me a happy belated birthday. Too, yeah. Which yeah. I didn't even realize she noticed it was my birthday on Facebook, and I was like so taken aback. I, but, but yeah, that's uh. You got yo yo. And we'll also yeah, I got a yo-yo, and I forgot how amazing I am with yo yo <laughs> I can, uh, I can uh, go around the world, I can walk the dog, I can walk the dog like fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it is a great ball, and you know, I'm walking the growlet. That's what I'm doing, I'm walking the growlet. It's a great ball, it's also a great yo-yo. Oh, yes, mm-hmm. and I'm going to be Pokemon Master, but speaking of that, uh, I'm sure the camera frame is probably glared at to it, but... I know I'm close enough. Badge number four. I got the Thunder Badge. <laughs> so yes. that's con number four officially in the books for me. And I loved how many people were commenting on it because this is the first time I put it on my hat. So all of them were noticeable. Everyone's going, oh my god, Pokemon badges. And I was able to like share my story. I'm like, oh yeah, every time I go to a con, I pick up one more. And it was, oh my gosh, that's so cool. And I actually... A random side story, I'll try to make it brief, but I ran into someone who was like, oh my god, uh, my boyfriend does the same thing. He uh, bought eight of these badges, but he set eight challenges up to him, like date challenges. And so, you know, it's going to get a prize at the, or I'm going to get a prize at the end of it, but I have to do little things like I have to beat him in this video game that he likes to get the seventh badge. I have to go to this restaurant with him to get the eighth badge. We're going down to Provincetown for a whole weekend for one of the badges, like... And I thought that was the most adorable thing, and that was a kind of cool way to... It's nice that the boyfriend kept it PG, because <laughs> yeah. he could have done some horrible things, but <laughs> made her do some bad things. I don't know, he's ranking her, that's for sure. <laughs> but it was like open-ended, like, here are the eight challenges, once you complete all eight, you know, then you can uh, get a prize, but... But it was like a, it was a cute game, and they both love Pokemon, so that was kind of special. But yes, this is special for my reason. I've got badge number four, fourth con in the books. I'm sure I'm missing more merch, but uh, it's all packed away right now. 
And yeah. what you got? Okay, Tell so... So there wasn't really okay. So at first I thought I wasn't going to be spending too much because I decided you know I have a lot of plushies already. I don't really have much room. But I am okay. So one of the running jokes that we of course have on Wicked Anime is like our love hate for Aromanga Sensei. <laughs> like we hate ourselves because we found ourselves enjoying the show. <laughs> so I saw at one of the booths they actually had a. Um, they actually had a little plushy version of uh, Elf Yamada from Aramanga Sensei. And this would probably be considered kind of like my trash waifu. <laughs> and I am okay with having a trash waifu plushie. And even, especially because it's just so small and you can like hide her. and like don't, don't have, You can conceal her much better than the Megaman ones I have or the, the Aqua or, or Hikari from Interviews with Monster Girl. So that was cool. Uh, when I was in... Artist Alley, actually. I have not bought anything from Artist Alley in like three, maybe even four years. But they had the manga artist who does all the Crunchyroll Hime comics on the Crunchyroll manga one. Oh, and, and she had, so she had this super amazing t-shirt that reminded me of a Nichijo. And it was, it said like good grief on there and just the attention to detail that was placed on like the building, and then you just saw the character, and she reminded me of, um, she, what's her name in Nichijo? She, the, the one with, like, the short hair down there. The, the oh, one that loses her wallet, and she just has that Yuko? face. Yuko. Yeah, she, she looked like Yuko, and I just thought that was one of the coolest t-shirts ever, and I'm like, I'm buying that. And from Artist Alley, I also bought, um, from one of the people that you were getting a commission from, mm-hmm. I had bought this, uh, Froppy. Which, you know, she's my favorite character from My Hero Academia. It's a lot of people's favorite character from My Hero Academia. It is, because it's like... I'm I, bet you, I bet you those sold really well. I bet you too. So, that was another point that you brought up, which is interesting, that this is the first year that I spent a lot more money on commissions. Because uh, I can go to the uh, go to a, uh, Artist Alley and buy prints, you know, all I want, and that's cool and stuff, but getting original art is really cool as well. You know, so you drop off reference files with the art, our, uh, artists at their tables, you give them your phone number, and then all of a sudden, like, in a couple hours or even the next day, you'll get a text being like, hey, it's done, come pick it up, and it's always exciting to be like, ooh, I wonder what it looks like, and then you go and get it, and it looks, man, the artists that I did this this year are, like, really, really Yeah, good. they were they, fantastic. They, uh, I, did, I, I, I gave them reference for my own original characters, which... I think it makes it more exciting, and I always ask them beforehand, because not all artists like to do original characters, um, and and they did, so I was just like, oh, then here you go, do well, these ones. Did you have them like, try to do it in your style? Or? No, 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 I never, I would never have them do it in my style. It's always, the, the reason why you get a commission is so that they do it in their style, but of your character. And so it's their interpretation of your character, and I love seeing that. Mm-hmm. It's very, it's it's very important. Yeah, and there were some amazing com- uh, commissions, and I kind of wish I had extra money to like spend on that sort of stuff, but I re- <laughs> maybe next year, uh, who knows, I would love to actually get a commission or something. I don't know what, but it's something I have to think, think deeply about. But I also found myself, instead of buying, you know, with the exception of Elf, uh, instead of plushies, I'll buy keychains of some of my favorite characters, you know, instead of, you know... Make it so it sounds more annoying as I walk around. <laughs> so, of course, when I was walk near the Sentai Filmworks uh, booth. With shout out to them. They were awesome to interview. You'll be able to see the video for them very shortly on the Boston Bass Brigade page and the Electric Sister YouTube page. Uh, so, right there, they actually had uh, Don Marchi 
uh, Donachis of Tiona and Tiona, the best girls of... Which of I bought at Tiona one myself. Yeah. So, so I, I was thinking just getting Tiona because she's the best one, but... She is the best one. She yeah. is the best one, but Tiona is also really cool, and I like her as well. And then, of course, I know I know these guys think that this girl is also trash, but she was one of my... She was actually my pick for waifu of 2017 when we were doing the wikis, and that was Nayata Kamui from A Sister's All You Need. Yeah, you're wrong. I, I, I'm sorry. I like girls. I'm sorry. I like a girl who knows how to tell good dick jokes. Sure. Yeah. So um, I, I think that's it. That not going to touch that one. We should. We should go on to panels. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so our first panel, uh, well, our first panel of the con- convention that we went to was uh, autism and anime, mm-hmm. which was really in- interesting. Really? Yeah. yeah it was actually, you know, the funny thing was it, the first half of the panel was more interesting because they were just talking about uh, the community itself and autism and everything. It was run by the uh, Partners for Youth with Disabilities. They were running the panel and they were talking about autism as a whole and the spectrum, Asperger's syndrome. Um, ADS, uh, all those, uh, all the range of that, and then they actually got to autism in anime, and that was actually a little less interesting than when they were just talking about Which, the community as a Well, it's because it's kind of hard to really uh, say maybe this, because I, I know I talked a lot about this uh, with Jessica Cavana when I, at another anime convention, because yeah. it's like, there really isn't a character who has been legit labeled as right. someone who's autistic. There are autistic tendencies in some characters. Characters like Jushimatsu from Mr. Osamatsu. Yep. Renge and Non Non Biori is a yep. great example. Um, they even said. Uh, if you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal. Optimal treatment, no maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ed from Cowboy Bebop. Ed from Cowboy Bebop. Apparently, the main entire cast of the Pet Girl Soccer, uh, Soccer so has yeah. a lot of autistic... But, but it was cool because... They they took what they consider to be you know uh, you know on the spectrum uh, like amongst the spectrum of of things uh, that you see as like uh, one of the things that they always brought up was the rule of 
if you, if you've met one person with autism, you've met one person with autism. Exactly, it's, it's, it's so yes. completely different. Yeah. Yes, thank and, you for saying that because yeah. I get I get pissed like as someone who's on the autism spectrum, I get like immensely pissed off when you when they have this whole aspect of okay, here's a person with autism, and this is what everybody with autism is like, yeah. Yeah. and I especially see that in like you know. Hollywood productions and dramas <laughs> and everything like that. I was like, well, this is how someone with autism exactly is. That's why I actually stopped watching The Good Doctor on ABC because yeah. they were trying to do a portrayal of someone who was high-functioning and as the show progressed, his uh, spectrum was getting lower and lower, yeah. and lower and lower and lower and lower. Unlike the original Korean drama, which actually did it right. Oh, interesting. I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, um, but yeah. they also, in the panel, they also brought up Aspichan, which we have covered yes. on our panel before, uh, uh, which Christine, yeah, which Christine wanted to bring up uh, or wanted to find I out more about. I actually follow her on um, Instagram and on Pivx or Pixiv. I forget which one that Pix- is. Yeah. Pixiv. Uh, and then they also brought up another manga which I wanted to find the omnibus for, but I couldn't. It was called like Through the Light or something like that. The whole title was oh, yeah. Through the Light. Raising, raising a, a child with autism, and it's a um, shoujo. Uh, it's a jose. Yeah, right. For it's a jose women. for older women. Uh, a, a story about a mother raising her child who has autism. So it's it was it, it was I couldn't find it anywhere in the dealer's room, but yeah. I wanted to buy it. I don't know if it's been licensed. Uh, it has. It, yeah. I, I believe it has because the uh, because it's all in different volumes in Japan, but we have an omnibus here in America. But I okay. guess but I guess she also has not finished it. Okay, um, yeah. and. Um, uh, next after that, uh, the next major one we really went to was our, our friends over at Manga Gamer. We yes, the Manga Gamer panel, which is always a blast. We, oh, yeah. and, and one of the things that makes the Manga Gamer panel an absolute blast is the audience. Mm-hmm. Because the audience is hilarious. They're so yeah. hyped. Because they know why they're there, and they know what they're going to be showing. And it's just it, 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 makes so- you, it makes you think of that clip of, of The Simpsons of, like... It was what was it, the episode where it's like the main debate, and it says, and everyone, and we're also showing it on Fox. And one just goes, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. that's a manga gamer panel. It's just everybody doing that. Yeah, so much hype for the giveaways too. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. It's leaping out of their seats and running down, hands in the air. Yes, yeah, yes. it's it's so fun, and and I I really think that the manga gamer guys have to give themselves more credit because they're always just like, nah, we don't do panels like you guys do, and it's, it's like, but you guys yeah. know what you're selling and make it fun. I yeah. Donna said it best: sex sells. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and then our panels, uh, uh, the uh, wife panel that would that went well. We got panel C, but it was super late at night, so we were challenged with it was, it was bringing in the 18 plus crowd. And but it was interesting yes. because we had an 18 plus panel before ours, and then our panel, which is a non 18 plus, and then our panel again, which is an 18 plus panel. Yeah. So it was really a really strange sandwich. Can we just skip right to Who Cringe Last? <laughs> which we were in panel C, which holds a thousand people. Yeah. My yes. wife was not wearing one great. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 But you've heard about it before. Um, Evan, we filled the room to almost 600 people. Yeah, we like, <laughs> holy shit. Yeah, well, game show. They were like, you guys have a line. And we're just like, well, I think somebody gave some people some wrong Not information. Not only did I don't we have a here. line, we had a Z pattern where it, was, it, was, it wasn't a thick line, it was like a three-way line that just kept going back and forth and zigzagging through the hallway. Like, and I, and I, have oh to, I have to do an amazing shout-out to Simon, who works as an anime yes. boss volunteer, who played the game... The first year, excuse me, who played the f- game the first year we played Who Cringe Last, and he's just like, I came back, I came back to redeem myself. We're like, well, Simon, we're going to have to see if you get picked. 
first name Bolton. <laughs> and guy goes on to winning second place. It was so fantastic. It was so funny. And then, you know, because of that, he's now uh, a little bit of a bigger fan of ours, and he came to our hardcore anime panel. And after, oh, it, yeah, hardcore yeah. went really well this he's year. He's such a cool guy. But we met a bunch of people this year who were just like, guys... I love your panels, and I really want to, like, we've been talking, uh, so one of the guys that we talk to all the time who runs panels here, his name is Haru, uh, Haru helped us out a, little, a lot on the uh, waifu panel this year, um, by sending us information, and then he came to the hardcore anime panel as well, and then we just kept talking with him throughout the weekend about different ideas for new panels, which was really neat, and, uh, and then we met another one of our fans, who on Twitter, and, you know, this is just... And then, oh, people who came to the Hardcore Anime panel that they didn't come up and talk to us, but then we saw them later, and they're just like, you guys are there again! We started AC, you guys are awesome! And it was just... It's so exhilarating. You didn't expect that, because we were all rolling out after all of that at 2 a.m. Well, yeah. And... It was excitement and, like, exhaustion kind of hitting at the end. I'm feeling like that now. But it really, it really comes to down to... I don't know how much longer we're going to be doing any of our other panels, but the one thing I do know is that I live for the hardcore anime panel. Yeah. And because, once again, it was another year where we're in a small room, which is fine, uh, but we get a room that uh, is, is, they don't know why they're there, they don't know what they're getting ready to see, so our job on stage is we have to get the audience on our side. Mm. And we have people who come to our panel every single year help us out, act as our hype men in the crowd, and are screaming along with us up on stage. Otherwise, me and John are just screaming for it to be stupid. <laughs> Even though I live by the philosophy, I don't care if the audience is having fun as long as I'm having fun, then it's great. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so that was just, again, an unbelievable feeling because the Hardcore Anime panel is just a go-wild time. You know, we go nuts, we let loose. It's the last panel you'll probably ever go to for the weekend because it's Saturday night at god-awful early in the morning on Sunday, and, mm-hmm. and but people still come, and so we want to make sure that they're having a good time. Yeah. Uh, and and it's, it's fun to make stupid, funny con- content, and even Haru was just like, man, you guys don't like, don't like to be PC, and that's awesome. And, you know, because <laughs> we're up there. Telling like, inappropriate jokes. Telling inappropriate jokes. It was, it was and a joke. But, that, but, we're, but we're kind of like, just like, so in your face about it. Yeah. Like, people are just like, oh. And, and, but we want people to feel that kind of disgusting uncomfortableness because they're just like, we want to show you how much we just don't care. Yeah. yeah. But then, like, as you, but then they slowly kind of like become one. It's exactly. disgusting. Yes. Yeah. yeah. We, you become one. So you have, so you have that moment when you connect and click with the audience, especially like when we're doing stupid stuff and you can convince people to do anything stupid, like holding hands, having the entire audience yes. hold hands. And swing their arms and jump onto a train track. Say no, each say no, ni. Yeah, and so uh, that is—it's always my highlight of the panel of my every anime Boston is the hardcore anime panel, mm-hmm. and uh, I can only hope that it gets bigger and that you know with next year Shogun and Shogun and Samurai being the the theme for 2019, that that is what helps us kind of. We can actually make a, a theme about that because there's so many Shogun and Samurai gory anime out there. So, uh, yeah. I, I know that this is jumping a little far ahead, but do you think the Olympics is going to be the theme of 2020 anime, Boston? <laughs> well, we already had the sports. Well, I know we had yeah. the sports. But... I was thinking an easy choice for next year was going to be superheroes because at that point, My Hero Academia was probably going to be hitting yeah. like a 
near the end of the season, or I don't know how the production. Uh, I, I'm, I'm already right. going to, to bet that My Hero Academia is going to have a fourth season next year. Yeah, but I, I think they're not going for the obvious choices. Is where I'm going with that. Yeah. Oh, which duh, we didn't talk about our premiere panel that we went to. Oh, <laughs> oh, that's right. We went to the Funimation premiere of. Before we hit that, though, I just want to say on who cringed last, thank you guys for handing me the microphone during the beginning. <laughs> Derek, yes. I tried to channel some of your wicked anime hype. Dude, Derek, I, I, I have, you, you were just so amazing. It was so great, because me and Evan were up on stage yeah, doing you, like this whole overlord host thing, and yeah. Derek was like down below with the other people, uh, with the with the audience and the, in the you're crowd. You're the one that's like commanding, I'm the one that's screaming when they're not doing yeah, it right. And, and just, and, and just, I know this is late, but what the fuck are you guys doing here if you're not cheering? Come on! It was, yeah, and it was just so funny, because you, you were like this, that secondary host that was for them and like we were like against everybody almost they were, I don't yeah, know but it was a Rod Roddy there <laughs> <laughs> I, I, like one of the funniest things I, I said during that panel is it was just like get the two losers I, I don't want to call you losers but alright losers get up here like, I was just, I was just like get up here losers like you know just like F you guys <laughs> so <laughs> um, sorry so that was fun I just yeah. wanted to yeah oh no yes. I, I'm glad you brought that up because because that is something that is very important to touch on that you did a great job at the game yeah show. excellent job at that and I also even before we talked about my hero academia I even went to this extreme geek thing that's been going on for the last couple of years with uh, 42 Believer and Sloan and, um, and you know their crew and stuff which is a great great fun 18 plus thing Never volunteer to be a contestant at Extreme Geek because you're going to be putting stuff in your mouth that you might make you vomit, as one person actually did. Wow, I know that. Huh. <laughs> um, but that's all I want to say about that because I want people to actually go into Extreme Geek not expecting some like yeah. really big awkwardness. Yeah, surprise! Um, Close your eyes, open your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, so My Hero Academia, we, uh, uh, all four of us, uh, got in as press, and they actually gave us really good press yes. seats to view early the English dub of the premiere of season three of My Hero Academia. The Japanese hasn't even premiered yet. Yeah, it, 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 premieres, it premieres next week. Yeah. And, 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 and seventh, yes. Yeah, the seventh. Uh, we're recording on the first right now. And oh man, was that first episode so good. It was the good. First it was great. Yes. And it rebuilt the world again. Yeah. Well, I mean, and we, and Jonathan and I at least knew what was going to happen because we read the manga. We're, we're, we've, we have every volume of the manga and we've read up to what they have. And so I knew what the episode was, but I just wanted to see it animated so badly. And it it and I'm going to watch it again when it comes out in Japanese. Oh, yeah. yeah. Out I'm going to watch that episode all over again. Yes. Yeah. I will, too. And then we had to suffer through the Q&A panel that they did beforehand. <laughs> well, no, don't, don't want to su say suffer. Okay, okay. Well, listen, I know like, there's some things that they might have like, scripted, yeah. but they were still funny as hell. It was very good for some Deku-go shipping. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, no. I mean, it was... It wasn't about the. It, it wasn't the guest that were, that was. It was painful because the questions were so stupid. Yeah. Yes. Again, once again, what's it like being? Yeah. What's, yeah. The, what's, the, what's the craziest thing that's happened to you in the recording booth? It's <laughs> like yes, we get it. All right. Um, I got injured in the soundproof. That, that was actually funny. That yeah. was really funny. So. Oh. 
I heard yeah, that's the best response. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so guys, it was yeah, it was wonderful. Thank you for animation for putting that on because that was yes. a, that was a shock. They didn't tell yes. us that it was a My Hero yeah. Academia thing. It started as a secret announcement, and then eventually, at one point, I looked on uh, Guidebook app, and yeah. finally, it said, "Oh, My Hero Academia season three premiere." I'm like what? <laughs> and there were a lot of premieres that we wanted to go to, but that was probably the most important one. That and that was worth it. it. And we did. Yeah, it. absolutely. I mean, we missed out on Mary and the Witch's Flower, which technically isn't a premiere, but. I still want to see it eventually. I do want to see it, even though I've heard meh things about it. Luckily, Evan almost missed it, but he was the last person let in. Which yes. Was actually, <laughs> really, literally. The okay, last so here's the story. Uh, so I'm the last person to go in there. I sit down, and then like right before like they did the premiere, I was like, "Everybody, let's look under your chairs, and you might get a prize." And I'm like, "Oh, it's like we reach under." I reach under. I'm like. MHA prize sticker. Oh fuck! I actually won. So, so Evan, <laughs> that it would have been an empty seat that they didn't yeah. put Evan in, and if Evan didn't show up, then somebody would have won a prize. But, but the other thing is too. Yeah, the, the thing I love is that so every single chair actually had like a like a packing slip or receipt under it. So you hear like 500 people all frantically rip out paper. Yes. Just holding shit up in the air going, what is this? It says says chair. How many of you think that Emily Boston will not be getting a deposit back after that? (laughs) (laughs) Blank chairs. Oh my gosh, yeah, everybody just hundreds, thousands of people ripping shipping labels of underneath the chairs. It's like, oh, jeez. Yes. Uh, Everybody owns those chairs now. Well, what was the prize? It was an autographed postcard of the main English cast that was here at Anime Boston, and I gave it to Derek because he is the most hardcore fan of My Hero Academia, and I wanted something for him to put next to his Deku statue. Or, or not the most hardcore. I, I'm not following the manga like everyone else, but I started with the anime, and every single time an episode comes out, I... Yeah. You guys know once I start, I don't watch too many series, but when I do start one, I obsess over it and will watch it <laughs> Chris, until it's very end. Christine yep. actually wanted my VRB account information so she could log in and watch the English dub. Yes, now she's now she's on board. Yeah, she really likes it. It is a great series. Like like I like I said in my like in my interviews, which are here with Josh Greeley and and uh, Monica Rial and uh, Greg Ayers. Like every single one of these characters deserves their own spinoff in some way, shape, or form because the universe that this guy created. Is even, I would even say it, it almost goes one and above what Marvel or even DC does. Mm-hmm. Oh, easily. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I think I think those. That's it. That those are the major players for all the panels we went to. We got. We got to get home. Yeah, we <laughs> yeah. got to. We got to get, we gotta leave Boston. I have work tomorrow. Yeah, <laughs> I do not. So thank God for that. Um, <laughs> and You're going to be doing all this work. Uh, yeah, more or less. <laughs> um, I'm going to be. I'm going to be decompiling or. Uh, Whatever. I, I, He's sleeping till 2 p.m. I just got a commission message on my email, so I have to fix that first. Um, but, uh, uh, yeah, no, it was it was a fun year of Anime Boston, especially after Hardcore Anime. I just felt so good. Even though it was the last thing we did, it made me feel so good yeah. as far as Anime Boston goes. And I love Sunday because it's quiet, and we get to go just yeah. kind of bum around the dealer's room for a little bit. I got yeah. some cool commissions, and, and we got to meet some really cool people. I was, it was fun, so you know, and that's all it was. It was yeah. Just fun. Don't yes. don't mis 
misjudge my number, uh, the six is the six and a half out of ten. Right. I, mean, I, I know as, I know numbers can be bullshit at times, but it's like just something that I like to start a conversation don't, with. Don't read it as my experience as what I think of this con because I love this con to death. Still, yeah. And you, you hear me say that every year, but um, it, it's just you know my experience from it, and I don't I don't want it to uh, reflect on anybody else because I'm still coming back next year. Yeah, absolutely. That's how it is. Six is still on the positive half of the spectrum. Yeah, and think about that. Like every time when like a video game is rated at six out of ten, it means it's still pretty decent. <laughs> but I think that's all we have time for. Yes. As far as the, uh, a small convention crawl story goes to, um, I'm I'm like completely conned out right now. <laughs> if you guys if you guys what was want, time you wash that hand. For uh, for the people listening to the recording, for the people listening to the recording. There may or may not be a video of this eventually, of this audio, but mixed in, we will have the footage that we took from the show, yeah. and mixing in this podcast with the video footage and video breaks. And some of Evans as well. So, yeah. uh, and it, so it'll, so look forward to that, because it, it's fun, especially the panel part. There'll be photos up on our Facebook page, and there's, there's gonna be a face. lot, there's gonna be a lot of screaming when, when, yeah. when you see the footage for Hardcore anime. Yeah, so. yeah you'll um, get and people can see the pictures I already took of the Flow concert, uh, the, that third song that we went to. So. Yeah, that's a, yeah. So that's a good, that's a good, very good uh, plug. So um, if you guys want to join in on the conversation and add, maybe ask us more specific questions about Anime Boston, uh, you can email us at wickedanimereviews at gmail.com. That's wickedanimereviews, all one word, at gmail.com. You can also find us at facebook.com slash wickedanime, where we will post all of this information. Some people even rec- uh, asked us if we could post up, hey, can you post the list of all the animes that you showed at Who Cringe Last and Hardcore Anime? Yep. Because we show some weird stuff that nobody's ever heard of before. And they can't yes. remember it. So. And they cannot remember it. So maybe you guys will see a list pop up at some point. Yep. Uh, and if you want to join us on all the other social medias, we have Twitter. You can tweet us at Yo Wicked Anime. You can uh, find us on Tumblr. You can find us at Twitch when we play video games sometimes. And then, of course, uh, where you can find us at nerdyshow.com slash wickedanime, where you can listen to this podcast amongst a bunch of other platforms where you can listen iTunes, to iTunes, Stitcher, Audio Boom. Any place that you can yeah. find podcasts. And, and you can find out. our videos, which I just mentioned, on youtube.com slash wickedanimereviews. Um, that's about everything that's as far it. as the plugs go. Uh, Evan? All right. So let's see if I can do this after three days of conning out. So for our recent new reviews, podcast episodes, and videos featuring members of the Boston Bash Brigade, you can find us at www.b3crew.com. If you have any questions, comments, or if you're in a band and want to be featured on our No Borders, No Race podcast show, you can write to us at thebastards at bostonbastardbrigade.com. You can follow me on Twitter at kingbabyduckesh and on the J-pop, anime, and video games amino pages at kingbabyduckesh. And on Tumblr at b3crew.tumblr.com. Like us on Facebook.com slash Boston Bash Brigade and Facebook.com slash Land of Ash. And don't forget about all the other sites under the Land of Ash, including the Electric Sisterhood, Phil's Captain Review, and Smash Rook. You will also be seeing all of our press interviews and videos that we shot here at Anime Boston on the Boston Bash Brigade page throughout the next few weeks, which is why No Borders or Race may be on a few week hiatus because that takes a lot of editing. Not to mention, I will be at PAX East this coming weekend. Two con weekends in a goddamn row. I'm going to be dead afterwards. But next Tuesday, hopefully, or this coming Tuesday, rather, you will be able to hopefully hear some interviews that I do with the game developers that are being shown off at the Penny Arcade Expo in Boston, Massachusetts. Very cool. Cool. And I guess that one. And you can find me probably uh, 
asleep for about 72 hours at the Wonderland station, because that's probably how far I'll make it before I collapse from exhaustion. Um, just make sure to, like, put a blanket over me, don't throw anything on me, we're all cool, we're all family here, and, uh, yeah, I'll wake up in a couple days and, uh, get right back to this. <laughs> Please take care of your darks. <laughs> Alright, guys, so, uh, we will be back off of our Con Month episodes, uh, back to our regularly scheduled... Talking about the new season of anime. Yeah, yes, the new season, season of anime. anime. Oh, my God. And now we have uh, we can talk about more anime now because we have High Dive. Yes, that's right. So, uh, we will catch you guys on the next episode. Uh, back to our regularly scheduled programming. And, and now we will sign off the only way we know how. K-Dive! Uh, we also bought some stuff. So it's totally fine. The catfish in the food court is not very good. <laughs> Love it. Thank, Thank you, you so, so much. much. <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, so it's it, my score to a seven now. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.